And welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. But hang on. Hang on. Kobe. Kobe. Just wait. Wait one second. Oh, no. Kobe. Vec- Kobe. Vecna's coming for me. Make a deal with God. Run it up that road. it up that hill. Boys. Boys. And we're back. With no promises. <laughs> Goodness a- gracious, great balls of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun. Yeah, boy. Oh, how good was that? The deal hasn't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Um, is this episode 99? Yes, it, it is. is. Can we do a good episode for once? Yeah. That's well, why we're saving for 100. Yeah. 100 and, is that uh, episode. And, okay. and deal Ve- Ve- we actually have a special guest, Vecna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, um, <laughs> I heard some no. reviews from our listeners and we used to do really good pods and then you started being an idiot. So Kobe, whoa, that's whoa, whoa. so when we whoa. have a week, you have a week to prepare. We can't, we just can't. For episode one hundred, can we just be nice? We can't no. connect. Can, can we just we? be nice to each I other? I want to, I want to attack you every single time I sit across from you doing a podcast. Well, some people they they go, I like it when the boys have got positive energy. Who? I like it when the boys their, crystal, their crystals are charged and their positives are positive. Negativity moves the needle. The Look at Kane Corns, Kane Corns, Hayden Cobley, Kobe Crisp. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes well, I don't yeah. even know what you're saying. Look, how how's your week been, Dylan? Been good? Week just one day in, so technically. Your week gone since I last saw you, you mug. Well, all I was going to say. Only, we're only 12 hours into the week, boys. I was going to say, WA stops on the public holiday, but we yeah, don't. We, we keep don't. going. No, the Pod- devil works hard, but the reserves work harder. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Kobe, once again, we start off with on the pod. While you were in the state that you were in, yep. how was your Saturday night? It was good. A lot of fun. Yeah. Mm. What'd you do? Uh, nothing that needs to be spoken of out loud. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was very. It was a long day at the Beaufort, the boys. Yeah. yeah I've, I've, heard, um, I've heard like... What do we think of the Beaufort? Look, I'm, very busy. Like, it's I'm very coming busy. in with very a harsh busy. review here. Sure go. Harsh that review. That was the first time you've been there? First time I've been there. Yep. Could not move on mm. the dance floor, like genuinely like, could not move. Mm. DJ shit house. Well, sure. I think that's the issue. It's not meant to be a dance floor. No. Well, they gotta they got to switch it up. Have they a do. downstairs they need to work area it out. where you yeah. can boogie as well. Dill wants to get down and Saturday Night Live it. He wants to, you know, just be the centre on the line of scrimmage. Just get that hand just in the dirt with the football and just night. get dirty in there. Saturday Night Fever. I yeah. Dill's like, a bit of John Travolta about him. Yeah. 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 Throw him right back The thing there. I also love as well, Dill, um... Is how Kobe's just become really in tune with horse racing and trainers and being able to pick out um, certain horses on certain nights. Um, it's fantastic. So, Kobe, whatever you're doing off the field is working for you, mate. So, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank no, you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that, that's for you, Zach. That's for you, mate. Let's get it in. Let's get into the people's voice. <laughs> Zach. Yeah. Okay. Zach Randolph. <laughs> Ooh, Zach Randolph. Zebo. Zebo. Uh, we're going to start with the people's Quentin voice. Grind. <laughs> I'm only grinding. Tony Allen. Okay. Give me some Mark Conley. This let's let's comes, get into it. This one comes from Tom Dawson. Tom Adors. Uh The Collingwood Pies, Bay Marie warm at your local RSL, or are they thermonuclear straight out of the microwave piping hot? Are they making finals? I think they're in the Bay Marie. Mm. They're warm. Getting hotter. 
Are they in? They so play some good footy, but they just can't play. The only four-quarter game they've played is in Frio. Yeah. And the thing I'm concerned with them as well is, like, who's going to kick all their goals? So, like, yeah, they win and they've got, like, a nice little, you know, even spread of goal kickers. But it does get me a bit concerned when Mason Cox plays his best game since prelim final. And he's probably, like, your big focal point in front of centre. So, when Grundy yeah. comes back, maybe that's Darcy Cameron. But Brody yeah. Marchek's a good player, but... Yep. Brody Marchek and... Um, yeah, I don't know if Brody Marchek and Darcy Cameron can be your one-two punches um, in a forward line. But, hey, they're playing some bloody good footy. Defensively, they've probably the, been fantastic over the last few weeks. Mm. Are they making finals, though? Well, they're eighth now, aren't they? Eighth uh, at the moment. Eighth now at six and five yep. or six and six? They're or? in that. So it's Collingwood's in that. Whatever they well, are. They're game behind. Obviously, we've got the buyers in there at the moment. But they're in that Bulldogs, Richmond, Gold Coast, and obviously Collingwood sort of range. It seems to be the five eighth at the moment, unless you've... Carlton, Sydney, or anyone lose lose a couple in a row. So, so that eighth spot seems to be a bit of a struggle mm. at the moment. So, if you that run home, I did see the AFL <laughs> break it down the other day. Gold Coast have one of the easiest runs home. Mm. Do we think mm. they can make finals? Oh, it's hard not to. Like they took care of business against North during which the weekend, which is good to see. Which mm. is what they, they needed to that's do. That's their games. Three wins in a row. <coughs> yeah. Their games they historically lose. Yeah, um, they're playing good footy as well. They are all without banking, which is fantastic. So, Chole's been a revelation up there. Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought? So, Stewie Jew. This Matt, been... Rowe, Matt Rowe with another strong performance. On yes, the he was really good. Yeah. Wouldn't say another, like yeah. maybe since round one. But <laughs> yeah. He's our, done. our boy, he's back. Yeah, he's gone well. And um, Jad Witts, mm, fantasy-wise. Uh... Speaking of fantasy, I'm glad you said that. I was ranked 22 for the round. Oh, in the country? Yes. Ooh, well done, wow. Well done. It was, How will, are you going to go the next two No, I rounds? will admit it was my strongest buy. But at this stage, I if, if in a perfect world, I have 19. So one score drops out. And then next week, um, I'll have about 20 or 21. So it's not like I'm going like full squad type 15. Yeah. Perfect world, I have 19. So this is my weakest buy. But yeah, yeah. 20, 22 well for, done in the country. I like that. Um, just quickly before we move on on that. Collingwood versus Melbourne this weekend, this coming Monday. So that will be a nice little test for him. I can't see Melbourne losing three in a row, can you? Uh, well, I couldn't see them losing back to back, and yeah. then that happened. So, so mm, interesting so Monday clash. Big Queen's birthday. I'd like a fucking decent crowd in. How old is she? Ooh, I actually Julie. know this. She's ninety-two Ooh, because she wow. became queen when she was twenty-two. It's fair innings. That's been seventy years. On this, on this about our fantastic queen. Out of the three of us. Who's most likely to get to 92? 92 not out? Yep. Because I reckon we all have our deficiencies. I don't want to... I can see... You know what I can see? I can see Kobe that he goes like... He, he retires and then just sits on the couch. Yeah, and then... And he's... all like... Goes and plays lawn bowls. So, yeah, yeah, so his, I can see his old age consisting of... Couch, lawn bowls, darts, and yep. those people live like forever. forever. And horse training. Yes. Yeah, and that too. So I can see I can see Kobe going 92, I think. Do you think, so based on that, so I know a fair bit of couch. That stretch Kobe. when he was 24 to 25, though, may have hurt his chances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just worried. That a lot of lost brain cells. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about you, Dill? Do you reckon you're a good chance? Well, Kobe, do you reckon Dill's a good chance to get no. to 92? Um, My body will give way on me. <laughs> <laughs> if it hasn't already. Might do a... Might do an ACL again, I think. 
Imagine that. Deals every chance post-retirement of actually getting off the couch. And I think you'll be lucky to get to 60 at this rate. I don't think I'll get to 50. That's a great call. I don't think I'll get to 50. You might not even get to 30. I'll die of old age before 50. (laughs) Natural causes. (laughs) Natural causes. 49. (laughs) Too much hair. (laughs) Next next question. This got very morbid very quickly. Next question. This one's from Brody. He goes, um, thoughts. Brody Mychek. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The checkered flag. Nice. Um, thoughts on the Horn Francis uh, negotiations situation. Mm. Also, hypothetically speaking, which club could you see him going to if he was to leave? Was Victorian kid? Oh, sorry, South Australian. South Australian. I, I, I think it'll be Port. You reckon? Yep. Why? Well, I think Port have got more to give. So, oh, it's an interesting one. So, don't you point at me, mate? I'm pointing at you I'll now. <coughs> if you also do, that's probably the broader question. If if you're Jason Horn Francis, and you end up out of contract, he doesn't re-sign with North, and he wants to go home, for example. Yep. Which club do you pick? So the reason, like, obviously Port, Adelaide, right, like the two. Port's obviously the new club, a bit better right now, um, stronger recently. Adelaide, though, traditional, strong club, probably the strongest club out of the two in South Australia. Who do you pick I and think, why? I think you pick Adelaide. Yep. Um, I think you pick Adelaide because... They're trending upwards, sure. I think, yeah, you know, and you even look at like I think the Jordan, I think the Jordan Dawson, I think that was a um, that was a good step for Adelaide. It was pretty mm. like not out of the blue. We knew Dawson wanted to go home, but the fact yep. that he picked rebuilding Adelaide, yeah, for one of the premier mm. wingmen slash halfbacks in the comp, yep, it's a pretty good sign. So I think if you're Horn Francis, I think you definitely choose Adelaide, and I think if you are North. Mm. You hope he chooses Adelaide because their assets would be much more valuable right now. Mm. Who's winning the next flag between Adelaide and Port? I think Adelaide. Adelaide. You reckon Adelaide? Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. I think Adelaide just because I don't see Port. While I pick them to still be around the mark, I don't see them beating any of the uh, up-and-comers. Sure. Your Melbournes, your Brisbane's, <coughs> your Frios. Yep. Didn't, don't see them beating any of them anytime soon. So I think... Um, Port will plateau while Adelaide... Are you talking about second youngest list sitting third on the ladder, Freo? That is correct. Hmm. Yep. So big, I big see future. I see them sort of getting to the same mark, probably around like 10 yep. on the ladder, and then Adelaide continuing to move forward. Yep. It's funny, I can't see either of them winning one for a long time. Oh, same, <laughs> like, same, same, same. Um, yeah, Horn Francis, very, very interesting to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good. What? Did we pick that up? I don't know if we did. Kobe just did a live fart on episode the ninety nine, and we are falling to pieces on live air. Yeah, live air, eh? Live yeah. air. Next question from Kane Search. This is Kane Torpedo. That's Which final series is the better series? Twenty sixteen Warriors versus Cavs. Oh, or two thousand and eleven Dallas versus Miami. Oh, this is not even a conversation. It's the Cavs Warriors one. No, it's not. Yes, it is. So let no, me. Wasn't let me, that the three one? Yeah. No, let me explain. Twenty eleven every day of the week as an overall series. Yep. The twenty sixteen finals was every single game other than game seven was a blowout either way. So they weren't great games. I didn't expect him to go this way. They weren't great games. What's the better story? Oh, it's the twenty sixteen one. Obviously, LeBron being three one down, but we're talking genuine series, like game by game. 2011 by absolute mile. Yeah, I think they both. I was I was swinging for both sides here because I think in terms of like the storyline, you got a three-one comeback. You can't that can't be beaten. But 
Dirk to beat the super team. Yeah, LeBron is, cheating himself in the finals. That is also a, uh, mm. a top-notch series. A little bit of Jason Terry in there too. Mm. Also a 38-year-old Jason Also, kid. $2 Kane. You know what he did. What did he do? <laughs> what did he do? Can you enlighten us? <laughs> no. Okay. Off air, maybe. Do you have tissues, Kobe? Why is he sniffling? Oh, yeah, I'm sniffling. Oh, you're sniffling. I'll get that in a minute. I'll, if you could get that, that'd be great. Thank you. While Kobe's gone, deal with this guy. <laughs> go where? <laughs> oh, I've got... Have you got another question? Yep. There you nope, go. You go. No, no, you go. Okay. Oh, no, I do have questions, but if you want to go quickly. Okay. So, our favourite establishment. Yes. Hippie. Yep. What? <sighs> so, we're, we're corner, corner, corner bandits, you could say. Like, Correct. we don't usually like to go. I don't reckon I've ever seen you have a dance at Hippie yet, deal. At, like, in the mosh pit. Uh, it's happened. It's happened. It just doesn't happen rare. regularly. Kobe, Kobe doesn't even know himself if he's in there. No. So, but if you're. Kobe doesn't know half the things he does on a Saturday agreed. night. So my question is, Saturday night, Saturday night, hippie, <laughs> you're sitting in the corner, what song comes on that makes you go, I'm going to go have a dance? Ooh. So mine, um, I'll go straight off the bat, Paul Simon, Call Me Owl, that gets me every time. Call me owl. Yeah, yeah. That's I me. You. Thank you for oh. serenading. Running Down the Hill, Kate Bush. Ooh. <laughs> Where uh, I can do it. I don't know. Like hippie has a pretty broad range of what they do. Uh, just yeah. any one of your standard sing alongs. I do love like a like an old school like Where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm off and about for that. Oh, if he gets it when he comes on at two o'clock and Dill's still Fuck. there, he's fucking screaming down your neck, isn't he? Oh, Where God. are you? And I'm so sorry. I don't reckon anyone's ever sung that song. Speaking normally, everyone just puts on the puts on the tone. <laughs> it's fucking great. Can I sleep? Where are you tonight? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. Mister um, Brightside's a good one as well. Oh, That's yeah. always a nice one. Shit, <clears throat> shit, Kobe. Oh, shit. Hey, My, good, mine's good Jesse, Jesse's girl. Yeah, fair. Jesse's da, girl. Da, da. Jesse's girl. Uh, this one's from Carson. He goes, "Should I give Benny Paul?" The number eight jersey back. Whoa. Why is this? Why? Carson's been wearing eight while Ben's had a hammy. Okay. And Carson's been playing some pretty good footy. He's really worn that number eight. I I had the same issue here. Cracked ribs, play the rest of the game. I had the same issue here when I was playing football. I was wearing the number four. Okay. Nostril halfback mover. All right. And then great man Ra came back in the twos and number four's his number. Look. Gave it up. Played shit. So, look, look, Carson, I'm, I'm torn mm. because I honestly believe while we love Rezies, in that scenario, sure, Bra can go wear another jersey. Yeah, for sure. Because you're playing, you're yeah, playing yeah. twos. Don't disrupt now, the don't disrupt the chemistry. Yeah. While I do believe, so for example, if our big man Jezza was out and someone wore 18, yep, 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 you get that straight fucking back. Benny Paul. You don't reckon he's got the No, no, yet. no, no, no. Ooh, that's, no, that's, oh, no. That's exactly ben what listens. he's saying. Ben listens. Ben, ben does Paul, listen. I reckon you give him the eight back. I think he's a stalwart of the club. Yep. Hammy got him. Happens. Yep. Sniper in the in the thing. Sniper yeah. in the field. Sniper in the thing. Um, yeah. You know, but there are a few youngins running around that would think this rule applies to them. Sure. It doesn't. I agree, yes. I think we give it back. I think we give it back, Carson. Even... Also, though, Carson, you're a bit big for the number eight, don't you think? He's yeah. a big fella. He's a double he fills digit. It out. Yeah, he's a double digit. He fills it out. Fills you, know it what, out you know what he would look good in? What? 17. Mm. Whose number's that? Sorry, Brendan. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Shots <laughs> fired. Bang. Yeah. Um, also, just on this as well, 
I'd love to see it in AFL land and even at Ammo land. Retiring of numbers. I would love to There'd see There'd be no it. numbers left at AF. doesn't matter like Boston me. Celtics. Well, you could go, for example, Swan Ath, Jeremy Pollage, number 18, retired. You know well, what I mean? there, was there not discussion that the Eagles were going to retire number three when Chris Mainwaring died? Yes, that was yep. that was heavily discussed, yep, wasn't it? Hundred yeah. percent. But same thing with like, if I was Fremantle, like Matthew Pavlich, twenty nine, never to be worn again. Yeah, it's. You know I don't I mean? think it's so, going to be worn in a game for no. a while. So you're talking about generational talents, and Jeremy, to me, you are in that class. So oh, I'd love to see it. when you see it in the NBA. I reckon it's awesome. I know. Interesting call. Don't agree, Dill? No, I don't. No, you don't? I'm not the biggest fan of retiring numbers. I like legacies to continue. But then there are some numbers. So, like, for example... So, Dirk's 41. Dirk's 41's never going to be... No one's going to wear 41 again. It's like 77. No one's going to wear 77 for Mavs again. The thing is, who's going to pick 41? If I'm going to be honest, I think it's because, like... AFL's in the, in the AFL, we don't see it's a numbers. strict block of like thirty-five numbers. Yeah, so it's like you can't sort of go around retiring them, mm-hmm. and because of how many like you know flow through. But yeah. we also I don't, don't really mind. go past fifty. True, but I love I love like Corey Enright from years ago. Always wore number forty-four. Yeah, like I love that shit. Dylan Mason, fifty-three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's essentially been retired. Yeah, Pretty by itself, yeah. by, mm-hmm. by me. Yeah. And the last question, I think Maggie's got me today. My hay fever. Yeah, Kane Sarich comes back again. <laughs> Out of all of you, who should I ask for love and love making advice? <laughs> <laughs> who do you reckon, Dill? Uh, well, hmm. Kane, <laughs> did we not have a discussion last night? <laughs> Just around this? <laughs> around this very topic. But that's okay, Kane. I think if you want love advice, you come straight to me. That's not that's not, yeah. not yeah. even a question. No, that's very yep. true. I'm the love guru. Yeah, you mm. are the love guru. Yeah. I give out the best advice. Yeah. Yep. Kobe, straighten yourself out, mate. Yeah. Talk yourself out. Yeah. Fucking yeah. horse trainers. Oh, there you go. Thank you again mate. to the people's voice. Surprise you isn't lent over. Smooth straight on. And I'm I don't even know what you're talking about. No, that's fair enough, mate. Some people do. I I can't not mention this man because if it was the other way around, I'd definitely be mentioning it. But I think it's time we say congratulations to Rafa Nadal, 22, yeah. 14 on clay. Um, we Cas- had the final last night. Casper yeah. the friendly ghost. Casper yep. Rudd. He started strong, lost 6-3 in the first set, then went up 3-1. Gentlemen, mm. from that. Can you ever guess how many games he then won after going up 3-1 in the second? Four. He won zero. Oh. Nadal went. He finished that set off 6-3, meaning he won five in a row, and then won the last set 6-love. Yep. 11-0 run. Yep. So, yeah, Rafa, greatest ever to it on on clay. That's 14 slams now. That's 14 slams. Quite crazy. Um, 14 French Opens. So, let's be real here. In I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Has there been... Another athlete in another sport or another team or anything like that that has dominated a surface or like I guess a period of time if as you, much if as Rafa has on clay. If you stick with tennis, the closest thing to that is Roger at Wimbledon. Sure, nothing well, else so comes close. Still not even like maybe Novak at the Australian Open. Yep, but it's, that's it. It's still not even like. But it's not like the hard thing is with and sorry to cut in there, deal. So you have the Australian Open and the US Open. Like they're both hard surfaces, right? Yeah, that's right. So you go, eh. but with. 
like with Rafa, it's like you hop on the clay against him and you don't have a chance. You literally he the mental is injured. Yeah, the mental fortitude to come up against someone like him, you're you're done before you even play. But that sort of mentality happens when you that's play. That's why I've I've seen a few interviews now where they ask Roger what his favourite slam win is. Sure. And it's Wimbledon. Yeah. But then they go, What was your most challenging? He's like, When I beat Rafa on yeah. clay in the middle of his run when yeah. he won like ten in a row. Yeah. So it's, like, honestly, believe Rafa Clay is like Bulls nineties, like that. That's that's the era. I, that's what I associate it with. It gives me like people are gonna hate me saying this. It gives me like like West Coast at Subi vibes during the runs. Mm, can't lose there. Mm, gives mm. me like Phelps in the butterfly event. Yep, can't yep, be, it is. Can't be beaten. Usain Bolt when on he's track. healthy, you just lock it in. Well, he's only on track. That's why I didn't really use. I know what you mean. I know example. what you mean. Yeah, Usain Bolt running on track. Yep. Mate, to be fair. Where else is he going to do it, boys? 100 metre, 200 metre, four by ones, never lost, mate. It was, yeah, it's an interesting conversation. But it does it does put this to the point. So this was one of the Fremantle most... Fremantle in dry weather this year. Yes. Yeah. Fremantle against top four teams. Fremantle against top four teams. Fremantle against bottom four teams, or not so much. Fremantle in the derbies when West Coast were really good in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. And we yeah. would just come out and play our grand final every year. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. But I will say this though: it like it was an interesting French. The draw was very um, lopsided. Um, one side had like seven of the top ten. The other side had like four of the top eleven. Mm. Like it was just real rogue. But once again, Medvedev straight sets to was it Rune? It's just yeah. Medvedev straight sets. Sitsi pass out in the fourth or the third round. The young guys just still aren't stepping up. Casper Ruud. Good to see him in. He's been he's been a guy that sort of he's been around that ten to twenty five seed for the last mm. few slams, but you know, just it's just crazy that these young guys. And I'll finish what I'm saying before I go on to the next bit. These young guys still thirty five year old Rafa mm. straight sets in a slam, six love in a set. Like it's crazy. It just is a shame that Zverev fucked his ankle. Yep, because. That first set, he should have won the first set. Rafa clutched up and hit five straight points mm. in the tie break to save four set points. Mm. And then I flicked it off when Zarev was down a set in the second because it was late because that first set went for mm, an hour did, and a half. Yeah, yeah. And then I looked and it was a walkover at six all. Mm. So it was game on. And it's just a shame that finally when, you know, those little break, because then you look, like you even look at it. Novak, who did Novak lose to in this slam? Mm. Nadal. Mm. The young and still just can't beat the, the statesman, mm. and yeah, it's still it's it's. We've said it before on this pod. It looks like this the older boys are gonna have to retire so the younger ones can win. It's a bit of a shame, isn't it? Like you're oh, it's you, such a shame. You, you want to see a bit of a handover, but like, do I swear to God, every single Grand Slam post Grand Slam conversation that we have, it's the exact same thing. It's yes. the same thing. Over it's and the and same over thing again. over and over again. And when there is someone that comes through and is emerging, and like, look like was Medvedev there for a bit, and oh, yep, he's gonna be alright. And then consistency. Medvedev's probably the only one that's been there thereabouts, but like. It's just Pass, but it's been it's been well talked about that Medvedev is trash on clay. Yeah, hundred percent. Sissipas is a fraud. Yes, Sissipas a fraud. Um, I didn't argue team, a bit of fraud about him. Yep, same with um, Zarev too. To oh, agree. he's fraud like, too, They're yeah. all, um, you know, it's all it's all a bit fucking Juan Del Potro vibes, isn't it? Like should be taking over and then just doesn't really amount to anything. I know Del Potro is more injury related, but um, 
I don't. I don't think we're ever going to see a dominant tennis player like we have with Rafa Novak and Nadal for a long. Um, sorry, Federer. Um, ever again. I don't. I don't think we'll see it. Yeah. I think it's just going to be for in the next after the big boys retire. Finally, we're going to see just a revolving door. It'll be a bit more like women's tennis. Just, yeah, a little bit. You can't really yeah. tell who's going to win. Even though yeah. right now you can tell that Iga Swiatek, if that's, yeah. I'm not sure if I said her name no, right. Yep, yep, yep. But holy shit. Really she's taken to. the... She's, you know she beat the record? Yep. 36 straight wins mm. in all all forms of tennis. Yep. yep. So like AT, all, all forms of singles tennis. Yep. So including your ATP 500, your 1,000, your yep. slams. She's flying. It's like 30... She broke the record. I think she's now up to 37 after yep. after winning the slam. I really want And wanted. she's pissing on them. Really? And you know, you know who could have... <laughs> You're missing on them. You know, who, the, you, you know who could have been there for that? Who? Ash. You know who could have broken that? Ash. Yeah. Hey, stay Ash. with us here, Dil. Stay anyway, with yeah, us here, Dil. I'm back. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the big boys are going to have to retire. And the thing is, though, all the rumours are swirling that that could have been Nadal's last. Mm. Well, he's, not, he's unlikely at this stage to play in Wimbledon. He wants to get up, but he's injured. He's apparently playing on a, played on a dead leg or dead foot and, in the final. And... Dictum. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It's just like, I know he's 35, but you're doing that on clay still. Come back again. Yeah. You have to. Absolutely. Where yeah. is all this talk of digging and pissing on people? I know. It's come out of left. Where's that it? come from, Dil? Wait, we're talking about I'm the just love. singing about your Saturday night. Oh, yeah. God. Dil's the. Dil's Kobe. Kobe. Dil is the love expert, right? That's true. It's true. He, is, he is the love guru. I'm Michael Myers. Yeah. All righty. Let's moving on. Let's moving on. Let's move on. To the NBA, we are one-one. Yep, good time to record because game two just, just finished. Mm. Uh, Golden State ties it up one-all. Do we want to? We'll start with this, and then this will probably lead into the breakdown of the last couple of games. Who is the upper hand leading in the Boston? Well, you would say Boston. So that's They've managed to steal a game. You and are I correct. think that's all they would want to do. Would be, yep. be, 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 be. However, I think that it's not as simple as that. Mm. I think Golden State going out and blowing them out here in game two, I think they would be pretty confident that they can snag one in Boston considering how shaky Boston have been at home throughout the whole playoffs yep. apart from the Brooklyn series. Yep. I think Golden State still have the upper hand. Oh, 100%. I said Golden State in six, which yep. meant Boston there, there had to lock, be losses somewhere. Yeah, Boston the should last, away one of them. The last way. quarter in game one was as well as Boston will play yep. for the entire series and as bad as Golden State will play. And today was almost, when you look through the box score, perfect example, Al Horford had 26, six, six of eight in the first game yep. Yep. and had, what, fucking four points or whatever? No, he, he had two, sorry, so, two shots or whatever he so did. So the, the, the stat was game one, Horford yep. and Smart combined for 44. Yep. Today they combined for four. Yeah, 100%. Now, I wasn't the biggest fan of Draymond's um, post game presser after game one, mm-hmm. where he pretty much said they're never gonna, do, they're not gonna do that again. Now, while I agree with that, thirty eight of Boston's forty one threes were were classified as open or wide open, mm. so there was definitely a bit of lackluster defense there on Golden State's behalf, which definitely yep. led them back into the game. But my one thing, but I do agree know, with him. My one thing with that, that deal is. <clears throat> If you're going to say, if you go and say start of the series, okay, how are Boston going to win four games? You're going to say, all right, Tatum has 35, Brown has 30, they both dominate the game, mm-hmm. um, Micah Smart might average 15, 20, right? Yeah. Game one, you're not thinking you're going to lose the game because Al Horford, Derek White, and fucking Yeah, Marcus that's why Smart. I agree with him. So but I didn't. 100% agree well, with him. Well, Tatum stayed dangerous, but he couldn't hit anything. Yeah, yeah, So he had yeah. 12, he had 12, 12 points and like 12 assists. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were... The thing is, 
As I said, though, for Boston to win the series, Jalen Brown's the most important player. Yep. What did he do today? Not much. He yeah, started pretty well. For you see reports, Jason yeah. Tatum, though, 28 points, but yep. set a record for a negative 36 in the finals. Mm, mm. And they only, yeah, they lost by 20-odd, and he would have started a bit of the fourth, negative 36. So, yeah, it's just, they've, they're just... When's game three? Uh, not till Wednesday. Th- Wednesday? Yeah. Or is it Thursday? Because they always have a little bit of break because they've got to fly across the country. It's either Wednesday or Thursday. So right. I know I know Boston obviously went on that massive fourth quarter run in game one. But this is it's basketball's turned into a momentum game and Golden State away from home at home. They How's can, Jordan Paul? Mate, oh, he hardly That's played today. Disgusting. Because, mate, he gets you cooked on yeah. defence. Yeah, no, he, he gets absolutely cooked, cooked on defence and then runs down, hits a step back a three, yeah. gets the steal, comes back down, hits a half court. No, but see, this and then I just went, well, this he, game's over. Like, um, Clay Thompson was completely off today as well. Yeah. Like, you're looking at his numbers. Um, hey, and credit where credit's due. Said before the series, I was like, Steph Curry, this is actually a big series for you. Haven't won your finals MVP and he's gone back-to-back really, really good games. So, it's... Oh, it was open. always going to be his series. Oh, it was. Um, but I, I can't... Yes, everyone was speaking Boston, 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 but well, they had how many turnovers did they have in the first, in the game today? Boston, too many. Like, it was like the only reason they didn't lose by 40 is because their defensively will always be quite good. Yeah, 100%. But like, Clay had a shit game. Paul hardly played. Steph did what Steph did, and Boston imploded, essentially, mm-hmm. today. So Jason Tatum got his. Brown still got a little bit of his. Um... Golden State are deeper. Just the role players didn't shoot a thousand at, at one Maybe stage. that's the series. Maybe that is the series. Whose who's role players actually perform better. In, in that first quarter, sorry, in that last quarter of the first game, at one stage, Boston had hit seven straight threes. Mm. And it's like, when they're hot, they're hot. And yeah. Golden State let them back in it. But yeah, I, I think it's... I, I said Golden State in six. I think... This still matches up for Golden State in six here. Um, yeah, but at least we have a series. One all. Yep. So let's just hope they're not blowout for blowout. It's, it's good to see that neither of them, you know, have shat the bed necessarily. It wasn't like Golden State played a shit first game. You know, Boston just got on a massive run. and <laughs> I really what, hope we can't hear that. Big sna- big deals are blowing deals the just, nose on the pod. Did anyone see uh, big Will, Will Brody yesterday? AFL. Halfway what? through the game. Go on. Absolute butchered a Bushman's blow. Oh, did he? Out one nostril, perfectly fine. Oh. Out the next nostril. Oh. Absolute boogie. Like, oh, yuck. 10 centimetres long. A little COVID as well. Oh, oh. so funny. It's fair going on there. So, um, by next pod, we're going to have two games pass since we yeah, record next. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are we thinking after four games in? Are we thinking Boston up 3 1? Or we. You nah, I think it'll all? be 2 2. I think Golden State will pitch one of them. Yeah, I think And then two they'll win the next two and it'll be 4 2. Um, anyone want to bet heading into game three? I guarantee you this right now. Load the house up on Marcus Smart more than 10 points. Absolutely load up, mate. So I know it's not going to be paying I welcome, I welcome you to do that. He will I be, will not be. He will be, abs- he will be yeah, at home. Um, they need that third scorer. Marcus Smart will shoot more than game, 10 points. One of either game three or four. Mm-hmm. Steph will have 40. <sighs> Mark that in your book. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Very good. Nice. Okay. I am now the leader of a club, gentlemen. Okay. I'm the leader of a fan club. Okay. And it's a shame that this... Is it a fan club that you've made yourself and you've headed yourself? Yep, it's mine. Okay. okay. And yeah. I... And our... Well, sorry, you're already the leader of a fan club. Well, yeah. is that one? Luca. Yeah, well, yep. I'm now I'm the second leader of a second fan club. Okay. okay. First leader of a second fan club. Sorry, I'm yep. all over the joint. Now, the hay fever's got your eye. It really has. Yeah. Um, and I'm sad that this... 
this would have been perfect for my question last week, but I did back him in a little bit. I'm now the leader of the Sam DeConing fan club. Oh, God. That man God. is the next big thing. You... And if he ever goes forward, I'll I'll punch you, Hayden. Oh, no, no, no. He what? is that good. And he kept the astronaut mediocre levels. Yep. He is that good. Just quietly, I don't rate the astronaut. I rate much. the astronaut. Uh, he the just astronaut, can't kick. The astronaut actually needs some help, mate. <clears throat> the astronaut yep. was actually flying at Beaufort mm. on the weekend. Oh yeah, <laughs> but was I, he? yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah right, okay. Oh, bye. Yeah, yeah, but yep. He didn't. He didn't want to fight me, so he was no, good. No, he, he was no meatball. He, he was, was no, no meatball. meatball. He, he actually yeah. likes his nickname. Yeah, yeah, because it's a good nickname. Um, but no, I'm the leader. I'm the clubhouse leader of the Sam DeConing fan club. Oh, everything about him. Yeah, okay. He brings me back to my old. I'm, Are you, you going to grow your hair out again? No. You know how you got. You know, a, a tradesman will go do something, but they're like, oh, "I'm a plumber by trade. I'm a, I'm a full back by trade." <laughs> Yeah. S- since my younger days, I've experimented in other things, but I'm a fullback by trade, and he just—I oh, love everything he does. He's that good. He's um he's improved every game, which has been fantastic. He to has see. to be in the top five rising star calculations, surely. I would say he's in top three. Who are your top three? I'm going Nick Martin, Nick Dacos, DeConing. Jeez, didn't Nick Dacos respond to my rocket yep. last week? Yeah, yeah. Yep. He he, he must listen to the pod. Because there's no way he's he's had the, those three weeks of you know just just rookie weeks. Mm. I come on here and say Nick Martin is the out and out leader of the ride and side, and then he goes out and has 36 disposals, mm. 800 meters gained, 11 intercept possessions in the mm. wet as well. You know, in a tight game, mm. so definitely a reason they won that game. Incredible. Yep, he's. I, I just want to be a bit critical here of yourself, Dylan. What this season? What a, what a, a sudden, shock! All of a sudden, it, we're saying, oh Sam DeConing. Oh. Oh my god, Sam DeConing. Oh, fan club, Sam DeConing. You know who it was last year? Matt Rowell. Oh my god, Matt Rowell. Oh, fan club, Matt Rowell. Rowell. Oh, it was Matt Rowell. the year before. It was the year well, before. Well, the last two seasons have been Matt Rowell. So I'm just concerned that there's a curse here. All right, because Matt Rowell Dill. is shitting the bed. Vecna. All right, I'm just worried that Sam DeConing has now been touched by the big D Mace. Boop. All right. Mm. And DeConing probably going to play really well for the rest of the year. But in two years' time, what's going to happen to our great friend Sam? I'm concerned. All what? Right. So I just can't confess my love for players. Hey, no, nothing wrong with that. But you got to understand, I'm just a little bit of track record. I know it's only one individual, but the kiss, the kiss of Dill, could be the kiss of the Dill demise. Is, the kiss of Dill is a cute one. Oh, it is a good. It is a. <laughs> it is a cute one. It's full of cider and I'll, Summersby. Let's see. I'll keep this. Um, I'll keep this person nameless. Sure. Because they didn't actually say it to me for pod purposes. Fraudulent, that is. It is fraudulent, yeah. but they... Put a name to yourself. They said... I'm not saying any names. I'm okay. a good bloke. Okay. I'm trying to find it. If they've been critical of me, they said, after They it. said, DeConing has to win the rising star. He goes, you know I love a big call, but he's currently a top three fullback in the comp. Oh, don't think about that. Don't know about that. Who's better than him? Uh, okay, Darcy Moore. Darcy Moore and Weedering. Yes, Weedering is injured. Weedering's injured. All right, but they're one and two. Uh, by who else is there? Stephen May. Stephen May three. Quite clearly. Gov. Uh Gov's a hard one. I think. I, I think he's playing com- his best football. I think the comparison is more Barras though. To be Barass, honest. Barras. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're right. If, you, if you're trying to compare to what DeConing does, yeah, I think that's yep. Barras. Alex um, Pierce. Oh, I'm a bit off Alex Pierce at the moment. Alex Pierce gives me the hibbity jibbities when he has the, the ball. Hibbity jibbities. I, I, would, I, would, I don't know if you go down to a Fremantle game, oh, sorry, Fremantle training session, and they're just doing like basic 
you know, keep you off kick or whatever you want to call it. I don't think Alex Pearce is Alex, the one getting the ball. I, I don't know, mate, but I'd hate to see how he goes in. Under pressure, he scared me. I did see someone make a comment, though, on the weekend. I didn't screenshot it, but it was something around along the lines of Jake Lever without Stephen May looks like some, oh. Oh, like, what do you call yeah. it, cult figure that's always injured and Jake, shit. Jake Lever has been so underwhelming this season. Like, last year he was by far and away the best intercept player in the comp, and now he's just a marginal player. He's playing off prestige at the moment, Jake Lever. Hmm. But Bang. On, that's a rocket. On Sam, Deconing, on Sam DeConing, I, you can't put him in an elite category at the moment. Oh, I, yeah, I'm not. I no, I know you're not. I didn't say it. I didn't but, say it. Um, Wiedering, Stephen May, Darcy Moore, they're a clear. They're the clear top Do you want to really put the mocker on him? Go. Sam DeConing for Brownlow. <laughs> Sam DeConing to I be like, better I like, I like than Joel Selwood. Sam DeConing. <laughs> to be better than Matthew Scarlett. <laughs> to be better than Matthew Scarlett. <laughs> you fucking pelicans, you blokes. Um, no, is already better. <laughs> um, any other fullbacks? Around? I'm just trying to think more Melbourne based. Like Alex Casey now, I think he's underrated. He's underrated. He's very important to, for the doggies. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. What else happened Tom on the Jones. weekend footy? Um, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, I said that wasn't going to go very far. I did want to bring this up. Mm. And there are the two very clear differences. Sure. A few weeks ago, we said here, Jack Ginevan. Yep. Didn't mind the celebration. Sure. 30 points up. Sure. Then you fucking get the old, oh, I was going to call him something, but I can't. <laughs> the old idiot, yep. Chad Wingard, mm. giving the have a look at this with nine minutes, no, 12 minutes to go up nine. That is the one that we literally spoke about. Yep, yep. We literally said Ginevan was up 30 with Four minutes to go. Yep. Wingard was up nine with yep. 12. Very yep. chat of him. Very chat of him. And very like, I've seen it do the rounds, but when Ginevan did that in our group chat, mm. absolutely went bananas. Mm. Why didn't it go? I, like, I'll admit right here, I don't like Jack Ginevan. Yep. I don't like either of them. I think he's a toss. Mm. But I just think it's funny that Jack Ginevan does it two weeks ago and it blows up in our group chat and now Chad Wingard's does Chad Wingard mm. does it and nothing happens. Mm. Chad Wingard's team lost. Mm. They are the two examples. Mm. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Just got to be careful with it. And can I be again critical? Yeah, go critical. Has it's not like you to be critical. Has Chad Wingard's career been underwhelming? Oh yes. Would you say he's underachieved? Oh, 100%. 100%. He, Would I say that first he player, was never that good? He was when he was technically drafted to Port Adelaide as the first non-GWS selection. I think it was like the 2012 draft. I can't exactly remember. Um, and he smashed it when he was at Port. And never I've since. never rated Chad Wingard. Look, the thing, I think, you know, he was he's meant to be. And now this person's career has been slightly underwhelming as well. But when he's played good footy, he's looked unstoppable. Chad Wingard is technically meant to be Jordan Ngoi. Okay, interesting. P- playing stints in the middle, yep. looking unstoppable, and going forward and kicking schnapps. Can I add mm. another name to Chad that? Wingard has had games in the last two years where he has had under five disposals mm-hmm. in those games, playing full game. Can mm. I add another game? A- yeah. Another player to yeah, that yeah. who is a little bit um, underwhelming? Isaac Heaney. Pops up every now and then and has a great look, stint. Look, look, I completely, I completely agree. He could be no, anything. No, 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 no. I completely agree. However, I personally believe number one that is role, and yep. number two, he is nowhere near as bad as Chad Winger. Also, yeah. very true. Isaac Heaney plays out of the goal square in a yep. team that has Logan McDonald, Lance Franklin, and Tom Papley. Yep. 
Please fix that. The problem is <laughs> I'm getting Sydney on the, keep winning. I'm getting on the so, kind of horse. But the thing Sydney is, Sydney keep winning. So why change? But but the thing is with Isaac Heaney is he's so unique. I actually this is a massive call. I know, but he is a Dustin Martin reincarnate. Isaac Heaney. So if he goes forward, which he has been of late, um, who's his matchup? He's too small to have a weedering or a maul on mm. him. Um, and he's too big to have a you know a lockdown small defender like a so, Brandon Walker or something like that. Like so he's, when, he's such um, a hard matchup. Sort of like when uh, Dangerfield or Fife would go forward. Hundred percent. You can't stick a key on them because they're too fast. You can't yep. take a small on them because they're too big. And the great thing with Sydney is they haven't really been knocked around the footy too much of late. Um, you've still got Callum Mills. You've still got Warner rolling through there. robotton has been doing a really good job for him. Luke Parker goes through there. So it's not like they've got a desperate need. Correct. For Isaac Heaney. It's just a shame to see. I'd have to strongly disagree with Kobe's comment saying that he's been underwhelming. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't strongly disagree with that. <coughs> I, I slightly disagree with that because he had a ripping start to the season. Mm. But you but look at over the course playing, of his career. He was playing on ball. The thing with Heaney has been his injury issues. I would agree with you on that. But to say he's been underwhelming, I still think he's best. Like... What is he having early in the years? Kicking five goals and having twenty from the midfield. Like that's 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 also Jordan Ngoi's best. Yep. And it was Chad Wingard's best when he was flying at Port. Mm. Well, and that's the thing. I would even argue that Chad had a. It was one of those typical like last six rounds of the year. Let's throw Chad in the middle at Hawthorne. Mm. Yep. And he did really well. Like yep. if you go mm. if you go back and look at not last year, maybe the year before, and look at his stats that second half of the year. Yep. He he did well, but. Yep. Like and it and he's got no excuses not to as well. Like back mm. to Chad Wingard because, you know, you even look this year. Sam Mitchell's Chuck. He's Chuck Tom Mitchell out of the CBAs. Mm. He's dropped Warple. Mm. There. Do you remember that? O'Meara's been yeah. underwhelming. Speaking mm. of underwhelming, mm. he's had no reason not to fire. Do you remember that stretch of games at Port when he took Mark of the Year against yep. St Kilda, yep. and then beat Adelaide in a showdown basically by himself in the last yeah, quarter. Yeah. He has had a few injuries He's along capable. the way since moving to Hawthorne Wingard, and they always derail you. But um, no, he has been a bit underwhelming, like c- certainly of late. Mm. Um, but again, that oh, he'd be a really interesting uh, mid-season like, trade person, wouldn't yep. he, if, wouldn't if, there was, he if there was a trade option? Ever. Yep. Uh, mm. Speaking of mid-season trade, it yes. was last week. Was there anything? The draft, you mean? Mid-season the mid-season draft, draft happened. Yeah. Um, just thoughts on... Now, obviously, we know you know more than the average Facebook commenter, but people weren't happy that West Coast didn't take two selections. What were your mm. thoughts on, on not taking two selections? Um, they took Cully, and a lot of people wanted Florenka. Yep. So the key thing people need to... So West Coast took the best young player available in the mid-season. Yes. So easy, easy selection, didn't very get, fortunate. Didn't get picked in the national draft. Yep, yep. Uh, played a bit of footy. Yep. Like we said, sometimes it's better to get these Saligos and these Owens yep. in. Yep. Um, they, it was quite obvious that they didn't think there was someone worthy of their second selection. So yep. Now, who, I heard somewhere that they think Campbell Chess is going to be ready in within the next six weeks. Mm. So they didn't want to take him mm. out of the season completely. Yeah, and Tom Cole's coming back a bit early too, as well. But so, it's—I've got no issues with it. Like we've got three top thirty selections in this coming draft as well. So you hope that um, we're able to do something with those picks. Um, like we spoke about this a few weeks just ago. Package them all. For no, no, Matt Rowe. No, oh, yes. <laughs> Joel Selwood. Joel Selwood, I would prefer. Um, but no, I'm not. I'm not phased. Like oh, the mid-season draft. Conversation I find very interesting. So, okay, so do you draft for the now or do you draft for the future? So, yes, we've had Marlon Pickett, John Newcomb come in straight away, but 
Like, John Newcomb's been a find, by the way. He, he mm. sure has been. Another great. rising star. Yep, he's been brilliant. Um, but like, like what Carlton drafted off need, they picked in, bought in Durden, didn't they? The big key defender. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so they're obviously drafting for the now. Like but Durden will play in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but then you look at... Oh, um, this week, fantasy. Yeah. yeah. So then you look at young Sebbett, um, Sebbett Kueku, who's been drafted Fremantle. He's obviously going to be someone that doesn't play in he's over a project. his time. He's had a project. Four, yeah. Had four disposals for Peel. Yeah, um, both well, his super backline very good and hurt himself too. Did he? Yep. Okay. Um, so it's an interest. I'm not phased. I'm, if there's not someone worthy for the second selection, then you just don't you don't force it. No. Um, last talking point here, mm. and this could be a bit of a what if there was a mid season draft trade. Sorry, and I'm just I'm just spitballing. Does spit, spit on me? Does Darcy? <laughs> <laughs> does Darcy Cameron's? Absolute. Of the world, those sort of kind of players. No, or? no. Does Darcy Cameron... Oh, no. What are you doing here, does, Dylan? Does his... <laughs> where are you going? Oh, I know where he's going. I know where he's going. Does make Brody Grundy expendable? Oh. Discuss. Uh, absolutely he does. I think it's... I think... Darcy Cameron's 26, by the way, turning yep. 27. I've Grundy, wait. 28, turning 29, sorry. It is quite evident over recent history that the Ruckman... Has been overvalued over recent years. Mate, Darcy Cameron just had twenty eight disposals. What I'm saying Can't is, can't win that a hit out. At roll, it's roll, it's roll, it's roll. So, you especially look at, at Collingwood. Yeah, so it's interesting to see like Fremantle, um, Brisbane, like rolling around with the two ruck situations at the moment. It's almost if you don't have a top five ruckman, like don't really worry. Like Fremantle, Fremantle, Port Adelaide been playing Sam Pepper in the ruck. Yeah. For a few games. Yes, Scotty Lysett's been injured. Yeah, they've got Sam Hayes and then around the ground they go go to Sam. Go to Sam. Um but with with the whole Grundy, like it's just the contract, isn't it? Seven years, Correct. seven mil, whatever it was, it's oh wouldn't be me. Like, does Brody Grundy directly result or Ruckman directly result in wins and losses? He used to. He used to, sure thing. Different game style, sure. Max Gorn results in wins and losses. Nick Nat at his best a couple of years ago was that. Um would you say Sean Darcy has? There's uh, been a couple last games. Year, There's been a couple, la- sure. Last year. Um, mm. But I just, oh, like, because we, we were speaking about um, Collingwood and not having a forward, you know, how mm. when Grundy would come back in, it would be Cameron. But could you imagine training Grundy for a key forward, mm. less money? Cameron's obviously on not much money, you'd say. No. Um, saves you a bit and gets you a like a genuine four, because I think what what Darcy Cameron is showing now, and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realise, is that I'd say he's probably more of a ruckman than a forward. Yes, yes. that's always Definitely. been. So, and that's always been the, and that's always the pro, like the trouble when you're playing a ruck as a forward. It's just never. It's you're never going to see the. Tell me a one-two combo where, like, I'm going to say other than. Jackson and Gorn, mm. where the ruck, where a ruckman is being played forward, who is an actual ruckman, has just it's worked. Mm. It, it doesn't. You, yeah. you well, know? I think Rory Lobb's showing that he's a better forward than a ruck. Well, I don't. Well, has he ever actually wanted to play ruck? No, I feel like he's always been classed as a he's forward. He's just so had there to we go. Do that's it. another. That's another thing. So yeah, it's just something to look at. You go through all the combos. It's if, if you're a coach or you're a, an AFL club, what would you prefer? Your one dominant ruckman and someone who can pinch it. Or too serviceable. So you look at Hawthorne during their premiership eras. You had Ben McAvoy and John Segler go one-two pretty much most of the time. Like, Segler couldn't really play anywhere else. McAvoy 
couldn't really play anywhere else either. And through his later years, he's become a bit more of a forward and a bit more of a defender. West Coast with Dean Cox and Nick Natanui, like that was a fucking tight squeeze for a bit. Um, Fremantle couldn't sort out Sanderlands and who's helping him. So it's an interesting discussion. So the Cameron the Cameron Cox combo at the moment's been working. So, but can you play Cameron and Grundy in the same side? Yeah, it's a, yeah, don't know. You probably do, but that means Cameron plays a bit more forward, and that means you're probably a little bit taller up forward, which yep. has didn't really help. Mel- um, well, did early in the year for Collingwood, but then they had that lull. Yeah, and it seems like they're coming out of nowhere at the moment. So, yeah. one last thing on Rucks before we move on. Um, Freya had a great win yesterday, obviously. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, great win. But how about the big, the big O and Fort combo? Yeah, absolutely dismantling opposition. Ruckman, not yeah. just Darcy. They did it earlier in the year to Grundy. Yep. They've done it now to Sean Darcy. Yep. Um, they gave Matt Flynn a hell of a day the other. Mate, that is a combination that mm. is really troubling opposition Ruckman. And who would have thought? The Geelong reject and the guy that was sort of a uh, meme for a while, the big Oscar McInerney. Really they're good to see. Really, you watched yesterday, they're really hard to play against because they both have good tanks and can get around the ground. Yep. So you kind of got to be weary of them, whereas like Darcy can do what he wants against other rucks because they won't go with him around the ground. Mm. They'll just do whatever they want. So I think it's both them and a Brisbane thing. Yep. I think Fagan's gone right. We're playing a good ruckman yep. this way, and you're going to yep. actually play on him. Um, but then the thing I always laugh, so we're talking about how good Oscar and Fort were, but Fremantle won the clearances, and the game for me was decided by a centre clearance. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely dominate the centre so, clearances. So you sit there, deal, and we go down to the argument, what is the definition of a good ruckman? And for me, this is why I've always held Gorn and Grundy, uh, Gorn and Grundy, yeah. Gorn and Nicknat as the two best ruckmen in recent memory because they allow their midfielders to dominate centre bounce. In all due respect, I don't want my Ruckman to fucking kick 25-metre passes like Grundy does. I want him to be long down the line or and <laughs> craft. <laughs> craft at centre bounce yeah. like Nick could do with Luke Shuey and all those boys. So um, Darcy got destroyed yesterday, but I think he Darcy in a way just played his role, just trying to combat. I think he won the hit outs. I think he did, And I yeah. think that led to clearance dominance. But yeah, Brisbane still won the overall hit count, hit out count. Yeah, um, and Freeman hit outs to advantage. Yeah, hit outs to advantage. So also, will Will Brody? Oh. Oh, well, okay, let's go for a bit of a segue. Have we got any more footy on, Dill? Uh, hang on, just one second. Well, what's happened? Late Darcy, mail? No, no. Darcy twenty six hit outs. McInerney twenty five. Fort nineteen and Meek twelve. Sure. Yeah. So so, yeah, so Brisbane had so more hit outs. Yeah. But yep. Freo probably had more here as to advantage. So we got we got much football left. That. Sorry, we no, got, that's footy. That's though. footy. So I want to go a little bit further here. We love jumping on freight trains, don't we? Mm-hmm. Like when they go really, really fast and they're going on an upward trajectory, we, we jump on. The Fremantle bandwagon, mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to have a dedicated session or I guess five, ten minutes talking Fremantle only. Mm-hmm. Kobe. Shoot. Who's coming in next week and who's going out? Nathaniel Fife is Nathaniel coming Nathaniel Fife is coming back in. The Tab is going to be coming back in. The Tab will be back in. The Heath Chapman. Heath Chapman will be back in. back in. I think that's an easy one. Ethan yep. Hughes. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's get there. Someone else is coming in. There's a couple more. Uh, Switter. Swikowski will yep. come back in. And Michael Walters, dare say, will be coming back in. Yep. So that's five players. Mm-hmm. Who comes out? I brought the team up. So it looked like Lowe played a bit forward yesterday. And yep. played well. I think he comes Oh, out. he stays. Well, he stays. 
Did you just hear the list of names that are coming back oh, in? Jason, those there. five players have to come in. Brennan Co- oh, Bre- oh, Walker will probably go out. No, no, he did a fantastic job on Charlie Who's Cameron. Who's going out, Ethan boys? Hughes. Ethan Who's Hughes. Out, Ethan boys. Hughes will go out. Ethan Heath Hughes Chapman. is one. So here we go. Let's go like for like here. Ethan Hughes is one for Heath Chapman. Yep, so that's an easy one. Lloyd Meek, does he play again? Because if not, Lloyd Meek, see you later. Tabs comes in. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah, no. Lloyd definitely goes out. Lloyd then, out Because then Lobby will pinch hit Yeah Lloyd out say. Lloyd out In comes Tabs So who's coming in for Fifey Who's going out for Fifey Sorry Bailey Banfield Wait He kicked Kick four. four And actually finally look good And guess what Could I be honest Thanks for kicking four goals Bailey <laughs> But back to peel you go son Yeah it's tough. It's it tough, what, but you have to. It depends what mate. you prefer because you could almost. Who's the better? Who's so Michael Frederick did an absolute job on Zorko as well. He did a great job, and if you really want to go to the nuts and bolts, what do you mean did a job on Zorko? Zorko went off in the second half. He yeah, but he had to try and make him accountable. His, he split his webbing. Zorko, he had to try and make him accountable. Zorko actually played midfield, and Frederick dominated him. Fred, he played a little bit more midfield. Zorko yesterday. Mm. Um, That's one of those coaching moves that you can see. On the TV, yeah, like they were playing Zorko up the ground, and they wanted him to go straight through the stoppages. Yep. So Frederick was just sitting off, sitting him, off him, and we'd six. win the clearance every time. Handball over. Yep. I reckon Frederick would have had five yeah. inside fifties in a row at one yep. point. Agreed. Um, but yeah, so like, Switter and Walters are coming back. They have yeah. to play. Banfield, thanks, mate. See you later. Yeah. Travis Collier. Who else was in there? Travis Collier, mate. Collier's Ooh. actually been okay. This oh. Year. I actually, I really don't. I. I so Walters Before and Switter have to come in. Really okay, 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 no, can we... All right, let's actually have some structure here. Yeah, let's have some structure Let's here. get... Hayden, can you quickly write down the names of the people that are coming back in? Just quickly jot them yep, down. Yep, happy to. Happy to, mate. Quickly so jot them down. So, so Fife. Chapman. So we go Fife. Chapman. Yep. It's not a bad issue to have, is it? Uh, Switter. And Walters. And Walters. And that's... So they're the five we're saying coming straight back in. Yep. So okay. Chapman, Chapman will come in for Hughes. We're happy with that. Yeah, so that was on the bench. So Hughes out, Chapman in. Tabs in for Meek. Meek out. All right. Okay, now this is where we get tricky. I think one of the other ones will be Darcy Tucker. So you think, so bear with me. So Schwitter comes back in for? Darcy Tucker. Because Mundy's currently listed at full, at a full pocket. Tucker? Yeah. Well, this is what I was going to say. And I'm going to break a lot of people's hearts. Does oh, Mundy come out for five? No, no, don't be silly. No, don't no, but, no, but like, no, no, no. So you're saying, <laughs> no. you're telling, you see, like right now, you're telling me don't be silly because you've got a lot of love for the great man. He's he's four he's four out of four probably in your midfield right now hmm? in terms of who you got running through there. Sarong, Brayshaw, then you add Fife and Brody. Hmm. I'm just saying, lads, I love myself some D Mundy, three hundred, but... If we're talking about mids here, yeah. and then you want mids that can play forward, Mundy is probably still, the one that comes out. I still have to he disagree with you. Forward. He he he's arguably one of your, one of the best kicks in the team. So, um, and you look at his only film had, as well. Ten of them, mate, and he's been pretty good. Like, he hasn't had the numbers that he usually does, um, but I think he's he's that little bit of experience, isn't he? All right, five names. So I'm just looking right now, Tucker. Meek, Hughes. I've got him here. Collier. We're going to go around in circles on this, but Dill, I'm going to pull pull trigger right now. Shoot. Banfield out for Walters. And Logue out for five. I think Griff will play next week. So you can't tell me, Kobe, that you're going to have a forward line next week that consists of Lob, mm-hmm. Tabs, mm-hmm. Logue. Yep. 
You're going to have Schwitter in there. You're going to have Walters in there. You're going to have... Bear with me. Get the team back up. You're going to be too tall. No, I see. I you're going to be too tall. Griff's played on Smalls as a back. You're going to be too tall. He's got, he's got wheels. You're going to be too tall, butter. You're going to be too tall. You're going to have Mundy resting down there. You're also, have think about who we're playing next week. Who are you playing next Hawthorne. week? Hawthorne. Yeah. Who have a very small back line. Yeah. Mm. It's an interesting one, but I don't think we'll get to the bottom of it, but I think Fremantle's in the position... Thursday will be very interesting. ...to be making some Fre- really... They're in the in the position that every club wants to be in. Oh, it sounds like you're going to be what, playing six mids through the forwards. It's what yeah. um, it's what freaking Melbourne had last year. They had depth coming through their backside, mm-hmm. which has helped them get to the end point. So, oh, it's just it's what you want. Those role players that come just in and play for the last week. one sure. from yesterday that really impressed me. Sure. Obviously, Brayshaw. Yep, was very good. Fantastic. But Caleb Sarong has very quickly become one of the... He's got some of the best hands mm. in the contest. Yep. Maybe in the league. He's the league. very quick he's with been, his hands. He's been speaking of underwhelming this year. Oh, yes. Yeah. I agree. But he reminds me of Lockie Neal with his hands. Could Lockie, Neal was, Lockie Neal was so good yesterday. Could you too. imagine if they just pulled the trigger and went, thanks for your 67% average game time catch of Will Brody? Could you imagine? Imagine that, <laughs> yeah. Imagine? But So, just a final point on Frio. Deal, I think it's going to happen. And it's going to make me mad. They're going to win a final? No, no, no. I think Fife plays next week, as he should. I think he's going to play forward line. And he's going to play forward. He's going to be... Oh, he's yeah, gonna, he's he, gonna, I, yeah. He's yeah. going to be... The third tall, and that's why Logue's not going to play next week. So Fife's going to play third tall, and then when someone goes forward, then he'll get a little bit of midfield time, but he's going to be predominantly forward. And Dill, I fucking quit, mate. I All right, quit. so I, Kobe, I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to play five forward for a couple of weeks and see how it looks. Nah, I think I think. Griff will stay forward. I think Fife will go in the middle. Ace will go to a wing and Clark will go half back. And, and, and Walker the, will get dropped. And this you reckon Walker gets dropped after doing a see, job on Charlie Cameron? Oh, it's, the same, it's the same job as it's the same story as Banfield kicking four. This is what I just don't, I don't can't, like. Can't drop Brandon Walker. I don't like how you've just shuffled seven players around to get one player to one spot. This is why yeah. I just. But they can all play at both spots. Just, just. I feel like you should just be dropping if you got players coming back in for a certain spot. Whoever played there on the weekend, take them out. The big thing too, this is the Robert Walls theory. But Jordan it, Clark gets named uh, on the wing and plays the whole game at half back. So Michael Walters is playing the waffle. It won't surprise me. It, I won't surprise me. Just Swinner playing but, the waffle. But on no, Swinner plays. But still, this is my thing. This is the Robert Walls theory, and it usually comes true. COVID being a bit different for West Coast, but the theory is if you bring in five players or more into a team. You're going to um, perform underwhelmingly. He's pointed at me for the last I'm 30 pointing, seconds. Yes. He's pointing straight at me. I don't Put know. your hand back down. When Fremantle, when Fremantle made five changes you. against Collingwood, what happened? It was underwhelming. Absolutely. So I'm just a bit worried this week here, Dill. Five changes. Maybe you just go with four and you keep Walters in the uh, Peel footy team. Oh, oh. Five plays waffle again. God, <laughs> imagine that. I'll just play 95% game time this week, then. <laughs> Cobb. How good was that, by the way? Yeah, I'll break for the waffle, wasn't it? It was fantastic. <laughs> 2,600 people. I honestly reckon it was uh, more than that. People at the ground told me it was yep. easily three and a half. Yep. But, oh, it's great for the game. Um, probably, yeah. Would you, Kobe, have been one of those kids when the final siren went, if you were at the Peel game on Saturday, mm. running over the boundary to get a photo with Nathan Fife? I used to hate doing that. Did you? Really? When I was 11 or 12. 
That's interesting. Mate, you were scared. They scared me. But he looked like a man. The big boys. He was a man, mate. Oh, playing amongst boys. He was mm. a Ferrari driving next to Camrys. Mm. Mm. Gil, quiz time, is it? Yes, sir. Oh, quiz time. I haven't won a quiz in a while. Don't let me win. You... <laughs> Why would I do that? Because we're friends, but... You've yeah, taken me to town all episode, Gil. When? You both have. That's a, that's a line, you know it. You can both get out of my house immediately. Yeah. Right, both yeah. for bandit? <laughs> Horse trainer. So, Dylan. Yes, that's me. We've got a few... So, same thing as last week. Who am I game? Yep. I've got a couple here. <coughs> this this right. is going to be cricket, isn't it? So... It's going to be cricket. I'm going to start with this. It's not cricket. And you guys need to answer as followed. Uh, what would I'm going to be a bit different this week. What would you, your name like to be this week? Mundy. Mundy? Yep. Kobe, what would yours like to be? Stasevich. Stasevich. My new favourite player. Okay. Uh, Dill, you can be good bloke this week. I and thought I was Monday. Oh, no, okay. no, no, I've changed it myself. We've just... Good bloke. <laughs> okay. And Kobe, yours is horse trainer. <laughs> right, so let's, let's... I don't good bloke, know what good bloke that and is supposed to mean. Good bloke and... Horse. Trainer. Longmire. Long Long <laughs> 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 All right, gentlemen, are we ready? Yes, we are. Let's rock and roll. I was drafted. Pick 33 from the famous 2001 draft. So we're footy again? Between 2002 oh, and okay. 2006... I played 65 games and kicked 43 goals for the mighty Richmond Tigers. I was delisted at the end of 2006 and I found out, well, first found out of this at Richmond's best and fairest count when Captain Kane Johnson thanked me for my time at the club. Fucking cop that, son. Cop that. I was given a lifeline in the 2006 draft and I was picked up by Port Adelaide. And played every single game of the 2007 season, including the infamous 2007 Grand Final where Geelong belted the power. I was loving my time at the power until I did my ACL in pre-season training in December 2009. Deal? Usually do an ACL, as we all know. How long Mm -hmm. does that take? 12 12 months out, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this man, unbelievably, was playing football again. Yes? Jay Schultz. Not Jay Schultz. Ooh. The football were anticipated I would be out for 12 months, but I was back playing football round six of 2010, Shit. a miserly four months after my ACL injury. I was a pioneer. What did he do? Lars. Getting Lars. Yeah. One of the first players to ever get Lars on his knee. And I was back playing footy. After 111 games, Horse. 86 goals. Yes. David Roden. David Roden it is. <laughs> I was never getting that. Fantastic. <laughs> and just quickly, I'll finish off. After 111 games and 86 goals at Port, I was that traded. Was tough. I was traded in 2012 to Melbourne, where, where I decided to do my ACL. I decided to do my ACL again in round 22, and therefore retired. And the then went on to win Dancing with the Stars and become Season a goal 14. umpire. Season 14. I've literally got, got a right here. His goal umpiring form is elite. Oh, and he smiles every time. And his pipes are out, and he's just like, oh, I'm a big man. So, Speaking of barrel-chested, oh, he's big man. a big barrel big of whiskey. All right, so a little bit of a tough one. I've gone harder this week because you were so good last week, Kobe. I wasn't, right. so why are you making it harder? <laughs> so, gentlemen, let's move on to our next one. I was born in North America. And played four years of rugby union and represented my country 20 times. I was no playing. <laughs> yep. I was you pla- actually do. Hey, horse. Uh, wait, let me go for a little bit longer. Oh. I was playing professionally in France. 
and then decided to switch and therefore become the first ever player to switch from Rugby Union over to AFL. And then play for the Sydney Swans and win a grand final <laughs> and be a Ruckman. Named oh, it. Martin Pike. Yeah, well, Kobe got it. I, I know Kobe's he got, got it. it. Yeah, yeah. Is so, it Mike Pike? Mike, sorry. Ah. Oh, oh. Yes, it is Mike Pike. But, uh, and we're number 38. Quick quiz. With quick, a glove. So Martin, Martin Pike, our great man. All right. Premiership play in 2012. How many games do you reckon Marty, the big man, played? Is it Marty or Mike? Mike. It's Mike. Okay. Mike. We'll call him Marty anyway. How many games do you reckon he played? 67. Who's Martin Park? Brisbane. That's the one. Yeah. Who do you reckon? I said 67. 67? Kobe, how many? Oh, 40. 40. 110? Oh. Shit. Now, we know how much of a behemoth this man was. All right. How many goals do you reckon he kicked in his 110 games? Three. Three? 21. 48. Shit. Mate, what, what a, a return. What a That's return. That's a Hall of Fame. Absol- absolutely. That's a Hall of Famer. All right, let's go to the next one. Oh, All right. I don't like this game. <laughs> Fuck. I think we might have to change this next <laughs> we week. We might have to because Dill has gone from fantastic last week to shit house this well, week. I was just and I don't reckon it's going to get any better. I was just hoping we were going to see some fucking NBA or something up in the <laughs> yeah. air. Right. This, this guy's footy knowledge is best second to none. Hey. 2000 and 2010. Don't quiz me. Wait, guess what? Exactly. Maybe we have some more basketball later today. Mm. Who knows? Well, for this next one. (laughs) For this next one, we're back playing AFL. Again? Yep. We didn't leave. Richard Tamblyn. Deal? I didn't buzz (laughs) in. All right, here we go, gentlemen. Imagine if it was. Ready to go. I was drafted to Collingwood in 1996. Oh, my God. It's too late for me. (laughs) I was drafted to Collingwood in 1996 and ended up being the first ever player... To be elevated from the rookie list to the senior list. Fun fact. In 1997, <laughs> I won the club's best first year player. This is this could be anyone. In 1999, I was the player playing on Tony Lockett when Tony Lockett kicked his 1300th goal. In 2000, I was traded to Brisbane, and I became I became known as one of the strongest players in the AFL, and Brisbane. therefore became a three time Premiership player. Good bloke. Go. Is it one of the Scots? No. No. In 2005, Chris Scott and I got ridiculed by the AFL community after going after an injured Nick Rewalt, bumping and harassing him whilst he ran to the bench with a broken collarbone. And cried. I retired in 2006, but then flipped. (laughs) (laughs) And then flipped on my decision. And got drafted by Essendon, where I played one final season with the Bombers. People wonder what I actually did at Essendon. But if you type in Brendan Favola, Brendan Favola kicked eight on me at the MCG. And Collingwood, oh, sorry, Carlton came back from a miserly 45 points down halfway through the second quarter. Do you write this whole script out? Yep. <laughs> I played 238 AFL games, and I was the first ever Papua New Guinean to be drafted into the <laughs> AFL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who am I? Horse. I'm going to get his name right. <laughs> who am I? Mal Michael? Mal Michael it is. Fantastic. Kobe. <laughs> I'm so fucking angry. <laughs> <laughs> this is... No, this, stop. 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 This is what? my cricket to Kobe. Okay. Like, I'm Kobe's cricket. What the fuck you say? 90s football is yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. I know one, Dean Cox. <laughs> Didn't even play in the 90s, mate. <laughs> exactly. Ben Cousins. <laughs> all right, well, you're lucky. You're lucky. All right. So. Is that all three of them? That's all three of them. <laughs> so oh. I, had, I had a fourth. I had a fourth. Oh, it's done. It's done. Yeah, I you win. Because I knew Kobe was going to win this. All right. So right. next week, deal. 
do the fourth. Do you want me to do the fourth? Oh, yeah, do the fourth. Do okay, the fourth give me one. A second. Give me a second. I just need to get that up again, boys. So, gentlemen, we're going to have a final one. Yeah, wicked. Now, I anticipated that... Worth 50 points. Yep. The first three was a little bit underwhelming for... Oh, fucking lemon Dill, lime. But I reckon Dill is in for a massive sniff with this. Oh. All right. He's an Eagles player. He should know who this is. <sighs> gentlemen, I'm going to start this off in now a bit Michael. of a... In, <laughs> in a very different way. Yeah, okay. This gentleman's career was severely underwhelming. I'm defeated. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> All right. Tom Swift. I was drafted in 2013. Oh, oh see, so a bit closer recent. to me. I was an individual who was supposed to change the whole landscape of the AFL world. That's not a very good clue. But only played 61 games at two clubs. Good bloke. And kicked 50 goals. Good bloke. Who? Tom Boyd. Hey, very good for Matildan. <laughs> very good. I was just about to get into the stats and I was like, it's going to go real quick here. <laughs> Dill wins the quiz after sooking it. <laughs> so don't you tell me right, nah. that you did not enjoy I the quiz. Not, I cannot. I cannot claim that quiz. Yes, you can. I sooked it to get an extra question and then I won the extra question. All right. Kobe, so, I'll give you, if I had to get a, an award, I'd take the photo and then I'd hand it to you after so people still see the photo of me with the award. So next week, I'll obviously change it up a little bit more and we'll move. Start, Please. We'll start moving away from 90s football. <laughs> do some 90s basketball. Yeah, I might do 90s basketball. Try to got you. But I hope some of our listeners at home, I know... Oh, shit. Next week's 100. Oh, yeah. Ooh. You, you might need to do some quiz. sort of nice Good quiz. quiz. Yeah. yeah, nice mm. one for the listeners. What are Maybe. we going to do? We should probably start planning something. Yeah, we will. We'll yeah. have to. We've have been a... planning for weeks, Kobe. Come on, mate. Mm. You know what we should. Maybe we ask the people. Yeah. A lot of people have said, and I won't lie, have said. Oh, do, I've got do, an idea. I've do, got an idea. They want a live broadcast. People have said that to me. That's not happening. I know. I'm too nervous. I, this, this thing doesn't do that. Anyway, okay. thank you, everyone. See you next week. Hey, what was your idea? I'll tell you off the pod. Okay. See you next week for the 100th. Correct. See ya.